What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, sinks and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominic Smith. As always, I want to thank everybody for their continued support for this channel. It's been a blast. We're over a year doing this now, and I'm really excited about what the next year has to hold, what's in store for it, and it couldn't be possible without each and every one of you. So truly, I am grateful for you all. As always, I need you to do me a quick favor. And you know what it is go ahead and follow the social media platforms i did put a link tree link up that makes it easy and accessible so all you have to do is scroll down but if you don't feel like doing that hit me up on instagram lactic acid podcast or lactic acid with dom smith on twitter lactic acid underscore pod youtube hit that notification bell hit that subscribe button hit that like button that way you are alert when all the up-to-date episodes come out and not only that we are bringing back track talk and we are doing um the hot wings show uh track talk uh bucket of track talking fried chicken um we do have some cool guests coming up in the near near future especially in december trust me you do not want to miss that episode in december it's going to be so much fun um so definitely be sure to check out the youtube page doing a lot of great things on there and then obviously wherever you get your podcast apple spotify we will be expanding i'll have more on that um, maybe in the next episode, we'll see uh, what happen, happens this week. Uh, but we should be expanding to two more platforms. So I will keep you in the loop. And like I said, everything is in the link tree. Everything you need, all you have to do is click that link and it's right there for you. We are partnered with the great people at Track Barn. They do incredible things. And if you are a coach, if you are an athlete or just a fan of the sport and you need gear, Please go to www.trackbarn.com. They have everything you need. They have payment plans. They have things at a reasonable price. If you're a coach and you need mass equipment or you need um, just various things for your season, please, 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 please check them out. And I'm going to hook you up. You get a discount if you type in lactic acid 10 all caps you don't spell out the number 10 it's just one zero all cap no spaces you get 10 percent off your order that will be in the link tree link as well i'm trying to get the hyperlink all set up but um yes definitely do that and you will not regret it i am excited for you to listen to today's guest her name is miss tori parkinson she may be a little unknown to the running community but that's just right now she is a straight baller and she proved it at the Chicago Marathon, finishing seventh among all American women and 13th overall. And like I said, she is a baller, y'all. She is a big time baller doing incredible things. And don't be surprised next year when, listen, I'm very excited because the marathon is coming to Orlando. I'm going to be there to, to cover it, hopefully, for you guys at Lactic Acid. You know, she messes around and makes that team. But we had an incredible conversation. We talked about her love for running. She actually was a steeplechaser at Utah State, made the switch over to the marathon, and she's balling out. We talked about the 
Office. She's a big Office fan, and her pets are named after Office characters. So we kind of went into that. Talked about New Girl. We talked about skiing. We talked about coffee. Tori actually got me to drink a cup of coffee, and it's something that I will never do again. Um, but we talked about various topics um, such as that, and then what inspires her. And she's an ergonomist as well. And if I'm not mistaken, she recently just graduated with her master. So uh, congrats to her. It was a fun episode. You're definitely going to learn more about her. Please be sure to follow her on her journey. I hope you enjoy the episode and I will catch you next time. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, saints and inks, and welcome to Lactic Acid. I am your host, Dominique Smith. Today, I have a baller, a shot caller, somebody that you need to know their name because when she starts beating you on the marathon trails, you heard it here first. She is doing incredible things on the marathon course and off the marathon course, and she is joining me here today, none other than Miss Tori Parkinson. Tori, I appreciate you coming on the show. How are you doing, fam? Dominique, thank you so much. I'm doing really well. I, I'm honored to be here. Thanks for inviting uh, me. Of course. Listen, we have to have the best of the best on the show. If not, like, what are we doing? <laughs> of course. So, And we're going to talk. You're going to learn a lot about Tori in this episode. But oddly enough, you are the second ergonomist that I have had on my show. Really? You have had another one. That's Shout out. Yes. Shout out to Ariana. Ent. She is an Olympic javelin thrower and she taught me a whole lot. So when I say like this is like a big deal, uh, like we have legends that walk among us and naturally on this show, like what better way to like extend the holiday season than with a big time baller. So listen, you know, we're balling. Like I always say, as the official reporter of Flavortown USA, all thriller, no filler. That's how we roll here. So I have been asking this question to guests, and now that we are full-fledged in the holiday season, even though I started the holiday season September 22nd, the first day of fall, uh, I know, maybe too early for some, but I don't care. No, just you my... can start it whenever you want. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Thank, thank, thank you. Finally, somebody <laughs> understands me. Um, but let's just say Yankee Candle and... Food Network came to you, said, you know what? Well, first they met, they saw the marathon results and they said, you know, we were in Chicago and Tori, she tore it up and we need to promote her awesomeness in this holiday season on these months. Like literally we need to put her on the radar of Santa Claus so that we make sure that she gets the respect that she deserves. So we're going to do a custom promotion around her greatness. And so Yankee Candle were like, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do that. So they're going to do three things for you. Yankee Candle is going to create a custom candle of any scent or scents that you would like. And then Food Network, they said, listen, we were going to give her her own show, but we got too many baking championships and cooking championships in the fall. So we're not going to make the goat do that. What we're going to do is we're going to have her tell us, give us a custom holiday ice cream flavor and either a specialized 
hamburger or pizza that she once created in her name. And you have to name the entire promotion in the meantime. So the question (laughs) is, what's the candle scent? What are you getting on this burger? What's the custom Tory Parkinson burger or pizza? What's the custom ice cream? And what's the name of the promotion? Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad we're talking about food because that is my favorite thing. So we're going to talk a lot about food on the show. (laughs) Good, good. Um, Candle. I, I love coffee. Like I love coffee and I feel anything that smells like coffee. I want that. I want it to smell (laughs) like coffee. (laughs) Just want the scent to be there all the time. (laughs) Okay, I'll get to that in a second. Um, what about the action? No, let's get to that now. That is, I hate coffee with a passion. So that is, no, I'm, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't listen. I'm so sorry to each his own. But to this one, I hate it. So I just cannot imagine a room. Now, if you're talking about that crap of crap latte that costs thirty seven dollars, then I understand that. I get that. <laughs> because it's like Christmas in the cup from what the young kids tell me. But I can't imagine walking in a room smelling like black coffee. What? It's just like <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I need to try it. Maybe, maybe I need I to try it. I think you should try it. I definitely think you should. Um definitely okay. start with a lot of creamer and then you can slowly get rid of the creamer. <laughs> oh, okay, so baby steps. Okay. That's yeah, how we roll. Okay. 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 All right. So we we got coffee. If Tory Parkinson turns me into a coffee drinker, then something because nobody I in the will pan- have done my job. That's all you, I want to do. <laughs> spread Christmas cheer and the joy of the coffee bean. Okay, so <laughs> let's let's get okay. So let's keep it on a positive note. So what about are you doing a hamburger or pizza? Pizza, I love okay. pizza. <laughs> Here we go. So the pizza is tricky. So New York style or deep dish, and then what's what do you want on it? Okay, gonna have to go with Chicago deep dish because that's what I ate before my marathon, and now I feel like it's good luck. <laughs> okay, I yeah. okay, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I'm not a deep dish brother, but I listen. I respect that. I like it was that. Good, it was really good, and it gave me all the carbs I need because it was a lot of bread, a lot of crust. <laughs> oh man, and she balled out too. Look at God. All right, so what are we doing on this pizza? Um. I am one of those weird people that really likes pineapple on pizza. Um, so I'm going to put pineapple on it and Canadian bacon and all the different colored uh, peppers you can find. That's what I want on my pizza. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yellow peppers, green peppers, red peppers. I love them. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on that because you get that <laughs> that smokiness because I thought, you know, Canadian bacon for sure was um, pulled. Well, I thought it was ham, but apparently it's pork loin. Oh, so yeah. it is. So because I eat it all the time. Yeah. Um, I like that. Oh, we need the Uno's or Gino. Some some know somebody who does deep dish. We need to make yes. this happen. All right. Last but not <laughs> least, ice cream. Okay, and ice cream is my ultimate favorite food. There we go. No, well, I'm always eating ice cream. And I really think that we have to go. Oh, give me just two seconds. 
Okay, don't take your time. Oh, I had an animal cracker ice cream a little while ago. You know those little frosted Ooh. animal crackers? That's my childhood. That's my that's my childhood. Yes, oh, I know. Good. So I'm gonna have to go with that. Like I want to be, I want my name to equal that. <laughs> I have never had anyone come on this show and say animal cracker ice cream. <laughs> And let me tell y'all something. I'm I'm 28, so I feel like an artifact when I say this. These young kids do not know what it's like to get a box of those animal crackers. Right. And and just the joint. Listen, I'm, let me stop before I get too excited. So, what are we going to name this promotion? Oh my gosh. Um. I have an idea, but I want to hear yours first. Oh my gosh, I. I don't know. I'm going to have to hear yours first. I'm not very creative. That's it's, something I don't have. <laughs> okay. I said Park City because it yeah. takes, it takes <laughs> your, it takes obviously Parkinson, but then you got the Utah, you know, aspect. Just I love kinda, it. Okay. Yes. I love it. I love it so much. Yep, that's perfect. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I caught a few L's myself on this question, but now hey, we're bouncing back. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's that's the song <laughs> I had to listen to. That's what I had to listen to before I got going. So, oh, hey, mar marathoners, if you're trying to run fast, you need to eat some deep dish pizza prior to running because that's a great idea. Everybody's settling for pasta. No, go big or go home. So Absolutely. <laughs> so... Tori Parkinson is a legend because you were a baller when you were at Utah State um, on their uh, track and field and cross country team. Now you've gone from the track to the roads. How's that transition been like? Obviously, you know, obviously you have the team element, but now you are on these marathon, marathon streets and taking no prisoners. And I love it. So how's that transition been like for you? Um, it's been good. I love the track for certain things. It's fun to have that excitement. There's just a um an electricity in the air on the track and um you just feel like you're running so fast and um, I did the steeplechase, which is kind of unique. You get to jump in water, you jump hurdles, and it really mixes it up. Um, but marathons are a little bit different. I feel like I get to be more in my head and kind of fight my demons a little bit more with just myself. And I like it. I, I like that alone time and time to just take a deep breath and push a little bit more. That is a huge transition. You go from yeah. two miles to 26 or however many miles to 26.2 miles. Uh, I have mad respect for steeplechasers because that's nothing that I would ever try. There's a there's a lot. I did shot put in discus and people who listen to me talk probably get tired of me saying, I yeah, I threw shot put in discus and I coached as well. Um, you know, at a small level, I wasn't that good. But I would just watch people do certain events. And the one thing about the steeplechase, if you hit that that um, hurdle, that's not moving. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> you are. Um, no. So that is, that's, that's, I mean, no pun intended. That is quite the jump. Um, <laughs> so that long of a distance, what gave you the bravery to just be like, you know what, let's do it. Because the one thing that I've, notice especially in the research you look like you're having fun when you're running like not too many people have smiles on their face running half marathons and marathons you know 
I still don't understand the concept and the idea behind somebody saying, I'm going to run from this county to this county or <laughs> or from this amount of distance without stopping within a two-hour time period. My knees, when I mention that, ache me. My <laughs> bones are, like, shaking, just <laughs> the idea of it. So, like, I think it's a really cool thing, um, you know, that, you know, you kind of, I don't know, it's just like you are enjoying yourself like you're nobody everybody's concentrating on you know tactics and all that stuff but you're just out there just chilling yeah I think that's why I like the marathon so much is I do love it I think maybe there's something wrong with me but I <laughs> love it <laughs> I have so much fun it is really fun there's been very few marathons that I didn't enjoy um I just enjoy it. Even if I don't do that great, I just have fun. I don't know how else to explain it. I just love it. <laughs> no, you don't have to explain it. You love what you do and you do what you love. That's just a simple way of putting it. Did you ever think that you would be this good? So let, let's backtrack real quick. Let's backtrack real quick. So Tori rolled up into Chicago. Where was the place that you ate deep dish at? I got to give them a shout out. Gino's East, I believe. Gino's. Okay, so that's the that's the chain. Yeah. So, uh, Gino's. I need y'all to sponsor the homie tour real quick because uh, I your pizza. <laughs> yeah, so let's just sponsor her. So you rolled up into Gino's and got the biggest carb loading pizza that they had, mm -hmm. and then proceeded to hit the streets of Chicago come in 13th place overall out of I don't even know how many thousand people and the seventh ranked American like did you ever think that that would be possible and then you're still getting faster it's not as if it's like ah nah that's that's the no it's Michael Jordan said it I don't understand this quote but he said the ceiling is the roof so let's just say the roof is somewhere up where the planes fly and all that stuff. And you're not even, you know, scratching the surface. Did you ever think that you would be this good, this competitive in this event? No, I, I didn't. Um, I had a goal to hit, make it to the Olympic trials. And I thought it was really, really far-fetched. Um, I didn't think I'd be able to do it. So when I started running, you get a little nervous, you're running and you're like, Hey, this feels fine. Am I going to hit that wall? Am I not going to be able to hold this? And then halfway hits and you're like, okay, still feel okay. And just keep reevaluating. And then with about six miles to go, when you start to kick down on it's, it starts to set in, like you can do this. And no, no part of me ever thought that I would run the time that I ran and feel as good as I did doing it. Oh man. So what's next for you now that you've like scratched this off the list? Like what, what, what is it? I, and I'm and the reason I'm curious is because I just cannot conceive or just wrap my head around pain like that. Um, and so it's always interesting to talk to marathoners to get kind of that view. So for somebody who is just focused on having, obviously you want to do your best, but improving, do you change your mindset going into your next race or do you stick with what works? I think stick with what works. I think, you know, you do the work beforehand and then I'm going to, then the goal is to just keep the same mindset at the start line and hope that while your training pays off. 
Okay, listen, I'm not mad at it. So we got, <laughs> you know, listen, so for anybody who's struggling with the marathon, you need to eat yourself a pizza prior to, and yes. then just empty your mind. I love that because it's, I don't know when I, I don't know, just working out and stuff like that. There's something I love music. I love old people music or as I call it and stuff like that. Just like the Frank Sinatra's and the Motown and all that stuff. That's my era. But when you're exercising or you're on the treadmill, you're listening to that and you're just singing along running. It's just, it's just like, I don't know. It takes you away. Um, so that is such a great perspective because it, I don't know, it gives proper perspective too, just in general running. But running is not all that you do. You ball out outside of the course of running. You are an ergonomist. Lord, tell me I said that right. You did. I said that right. You did. Great job. <laughs> I, I, it's so bad. Listen, I've done, t- uh, this is the second episode I you know, said with Ari first, but for whatever reason, I just cannot get with that word. And it's everything. okay. It's really hard. Um, I even struggle with it. My boss struggles with it. You're okay, not so the one. <laughs> I felt that does make me feel better. Okay. Yes. So you know <laughs> low-key thriving is still thriving. So that is my C's get degrees moment. Um. <laughs> So how do you balance the two? Because that is, that's kind of, that's a full day, you know, what you do. Yeah. Um. Well, first off, I'm not a morning person. So I run. Neither after am I. I hate, yeah. don't, I don't run in mornings. Um. So I run after work, which is, is fine. Like you go to work and then it just in your mind, you know, that you're going to go run. Like it's not. I don't really have an option. Like in my head, there's never that option of, oh, should I run today or should I not? It's you work and then you go run and then you can do whatever. Um, so I think the balance just comes like making it part of your routine. And it actually, it's not been too difficult, honestly, mm-hmm. for me to be able to balance that. What made you want to go into that field? Um, So I'm an industrial hygienist by my degree and industrial hygiene, you can do certain specialties and um, being an ergonomist is one. And so um, actually just being in my role at work kind of naturally transitioned me there. And it was perfect because I used to do personal training. I love running, um, health and wellness is kind of my passion. So it was perfect. It was a perfect transition. Wow. So you just now everything makes sense why you're so good at the marathon because it was just like <laughs> and just good at running because it's just like it feels like it's a part of you, just something that you know is just there. Yeah. We're gonna get back to that in a minute. Um, but I have to ask you what I ask everybody else on the show. What are three things that people do not know about you? Oh, I'm a pretty open book. Um, oh my gosh. Well, everyone who knows me knows this, but maybe not anyone outside of my close circle. I love cats. Like I'm obsessed with cats. <laughs> I have two. Um, their names are Stuart and Stanley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Um, another one is I snowboard and I know that's not really like what you should be doing when you run a lot because you could get hurt, <laughs> but I love it and I do it. <laughs> Who cares? It's yeah. okay. And 
my gosh. Uh, I am finishing my master's degree in two weeks. So I'm going to have my master's oh. Yeah, so. That's oh, Lord. That's when this episode is going to be released too. Oh, awesome! Yeah, that'll be a good uh, present. <laughs> that'll be a good, nice present. So, what are you getting your master's degree in? Congratulations! In two Thank weeks, you. you know, greatness. Yes. Um, I'm getting it in public health, so pretty similar oh. to my field, but I just wanted more education and more training on how to write programs and stuff like that. So, pretty much, you're trying. Well, no, I'm not going to even that. So what are you, you know, hoping to do, um, you know, with your career, with your career path, basically? Because it sounds like to me, like you might end up being like an athletic trainer at Utah State. I'm just saying possibly. That'd be awesome. That would or, be so cool. <laughs> so listen, you can go help the football team because I think they need you. Um, <laughs> I would happily do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it seems like, you know, your heart is still in running and athletics. And like you said, personal fitness, helping people, you know, kind of reach their goals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think anything like that, just doing a career where I walk away feeling like I'm helping people. I think that's really all I want to do and I'll be happy with anything like that. Snowboarding. Yeah. Okay. So I... Mm, that is, I see, I didn't try snowboarding. I, we had a senior ski trip and I tried skiing. Okay. And so I always thought snowboarding was like legit and, you know, yeah, you know, all the cool people snowboard. So I saw somebody <laughs> do it and it's like, <laughs> like, nah, fam. Like it's, you know, I couldn't even get the pizza versus French fries. Like, I don't know how you like, you know, stop, you know, with a snowboard, but <laughs> oh, you're just yeah. You're in like a beautiful place. Like you kind of have to snowboard. That's like riding a bike almost. Exactly. You're kind of like, people like look at you weird if you don't ski or snowboard. It's like, oh, do you ski or snowboard? That's the question here in Utah. It's never like, oh, do you ski? It's like, no, which one do you do? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I couldn't be in Utah like that. Cause <laughs> I was like, well, what if I don't do anything? Like, you, know. <laughs> you don't tell people that. Okay, well, that's what next time I I am there, or I mean, let me just not you know go to the mountains. But some of the most beautiful scenery happens to be in the state of Utah. What was it like, you know, growing up there and obviously going to school there and just living there? Because I'm yeah. actually curious, what is it like to be like surrounded by like mountains and? Like, I would just be trying to chop down Christmas trees. That's what I would do. I would own, like, a Christmas tree farm or something like that. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I'm. It's very uncomfortable for me to be in a place where there's not mountains because that's how I orient myself. Like, the Wellsville Mountains are to the west, and you just know that. And that's how you can do the north, south, east, west. Um, it's fun. Just You were always in the mountains. Me and my friends would take the four-wheelers up and build forts growing up just with random falling down trees and you could ride the four wheelers on the roads and yeah, it was just kind of, it's quiet, I guess. That is such, I live, I was born and raised here in the weird state of Florida. So just hearing that is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> very like, different. It's, it's, it is very different. Um, but what got you into snowboarding? Why snowboarding over skiing? That's, that's the question I'm curious about. I think kind of what you were saying, um, I I started skiing. Um, my 
parents took me skiing from when I was really little. Um, and then in fifth grade, we went on a ski trip and I was like, I want to be like the cool kids and I'm going to take snowboarding lessons. And, and then I just kind of stuck with it. And now it's so, I'm getting older than like, if I take up skiing, I might break something. It's not worth it. <laughs> Listen, I've told the story about like when I went on my senior ski trip thousands of times and cracked I my my instructor was 6'3, 240. He was a linebacker at the University of Virginia. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I just hear, no, pizza, pizza, don't French fry, and boom, just took this dude out. Yep. And and, spra and sprained my ankle. And I was like, like just limping around the resort. So no, like that is that is the worst, even though snowboarding, I don't know. When I was, it's like when you're younger, and I think because I watched so much Rocket Power growing up, mm -hmm. that was like, yeah, this is what you have to do, um, yeah. is to snowboard, essentially. When you are not snowboarding, helping people reach their goals, or running, what is life like for Tory Parkinson's or hanging out with Stanley and Stewart, which <laughs> let me, let me ask, how did we get to those two names? I, I, that's something I got to ask you. I, I honestly don't know. I just thought, I thought that like kind of older men names were really cute for cats. And then Ooh, I wanted to Lord Jesus. <laughs> Oh man. I, you know, I've heard some names for some cats. I've never heard that explanation before. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, okay. Listen, there's it's no judgment, no discrimination zone, all thrill, no filler. But man, that's you learn something new every day. If I ever have a cat, I guess what do you name it? Like Stan or Stanley Charles Stewart. Yeah. I'm thinking Stewart Little had something to do with it, but I think Stewart mostly came. No, actually, I don't know where Stewart came from. I had a cat named Dwight, and so then I named one of my cats. Stanley, because I was going to name them all office characters. So. I was just about to say that. <laughs> oh, man. I love, see, I love that. I love that. Oh, man. But then once I got on the ST names, I was like, well, there's not another office character. So Stuart was just kind of a random name that I liked. <laughs> Jim? Michael? Oh, my gosh. I should have named him Jim. <laughs> like, that's a perfect cat name. Jim, no, you have to name the cat that you like, Jim. Yes. Oh, oh man. Andy, <laughs> uh, Clark. Uh, Reed, yeah. <laughs> oh, if you, oh, my, that's, a, you just missed, that's, see, if you were in college, that's, that's an NIL deal right there. Yeah, Creed yeah. the cat, Creed <laughs> the cat. Oscar. Yeah. I miss so many great opportunities. Kevin. Kevin. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm still missing some. Oh, Toby. Toby would have been Toby. a good Yep. I'm not kidding. You don't have any money, but if you change Stuart's name to Bob Vance Refrigeration or something <laughs> like that, <laughs> I will send you, I'll send you a dollar. I ain't kidding you. <laughs> like if you did that. Oh, no. Now I gotta let him know. Like, like we're changing your name. <laughs> we're changing your name. Your name is Bob Bance Refrigeration, yeah. and give him his own cat. Give his own cat card. Oh my gosh, that would be you. The only person you can't really name is like either Bob Bance Refrigeration, or you gotta name a cat David Wallace. Yeah, <laughs> like those those are the, like those are the, those are the two you gotta name first and last name. Um, 
Oh, what is that? What is that man that was friends with Michael, but he was like the nastiest human oh, being? Oh, he's my least favorite. What is his name? It's funny that you bring this up because right before I hopped on here, I was watching The Office. So oh, I should be very fresh in my mind. Packer. Todd Packer. Yes. yes. That's for an animal that you don't like. A rude animal. <laughs> so you would name a dog like Todd Packer. <laughs> a or dog? Something. Yeah, or something like that. You know, I do have a dog, actually. Kona is her name, and she's a golden retriever. She's sitting here right by me. So I just love animals. <laughs> that is... Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't... Why? I, I, I've I watched every episode of The Office, and so the fact that you were naming them Office characters was just like... Because nobody is creative. You say you're not creative, but nobody would have thought of that. <laughs> But you just have to name them the characters that you like. So, like, if you had a female dog or cat, honestly, there's only two names. There's three names. You have to name the cat. Oh, you have to name the cat Angela. Oh, it's for sure Angela. Absolutely. Because <laughs> she she was the, she was the cat lady. Yes, she was. Um, the, I don't know. There's only three names. I feel like you can name a cat from the office. And that's Pam, Angela, and Phyllis. Yes. Um, everybody else. Mm, not as good. I'm not gonna name just, it Jan. No. Ew, that's that's the cat. <laughs> Jan and Todd Packer are like the cats <laughs> you don't. What is uh oh, you know be a good cat named Meredith. Yes, that'd be Meredith. a good one. Yeah. Um the, the cat that's a little wild. Yeah. Um yeah. Gosh, so you're an office fan. I am. I'm a big uh, office fan. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about that show. Because I feel like with the office, everybody a couple things. And if I would have known that, I actually have an office sweatshirt <laughs> that I would have. Oh, no, I would have loved that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it has like Dwight. I actually have some office gear. I have a Dunder Mifflin cup and all this stuff. <laughs> Oh god. I've I've never admitted that, but it's just like when you work in an office, every, there's a Michael Scott, there's a Dwight Schrute. Heck, now I think about it, I use I use a lot of office phrases on this show. There's a Jim, there's a Pam, which listen, Jim was the best character on that show, in my opinion. And yep. Pam did him wrong. I just have to mm -hmm. say that. Yep. Um, okay, I'm just glad we're we're, we're on the same page. Yes. And I and I have I have a hot take that may get me in some trouble, but I have to say it about the office. <laughs> I have to say it about the office. I have to say it, and I hope I hope you don't end this call. I you won't. Know, peace, love, and hair grease. But I hope you don't end this. I'm call. a patient person. You're okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. They should have ended it when Michael left. Yes, amen to that. Yes, absolutely. But I get so many people get in my grill saying, "No, it was Andy," and then and, and and all this and all this stuff. It should have ended when Michael left because yes. it didn't then make sense. Yeah, everything has changed. Oh, that that those are the seasons that I have trouble watching when he left yeah yes. um but yes there's something about that show it's like uh there's something for everybody in that show so mm -hmm. what office character do you relate to oh I, who's uh i might be jim because i talk a lot at work like jim 
I talk and I talk and I don't get anything done. Just kidding. I definitely get things done. (laughs) (laughs) I talk a lot. (laughs) You can't. Jim, Jim didn't talk a lot. All right. Who talks a lot then? Am I, am I Dwight? No, I might be Kelly. Actually, I am Kelly. I'm, yes. I am talk to you unwanted. You don't want me there, but I'm going to come talk to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, oh, oh, are you like, do you have like the mannerisms of Kelly and everything? Yes, I do. <laughs> are you, who's your celebrity crush like Kelly had? Oh, wow. Sorry, put on the spot. It's going to have to be. Well, now I'm only thinking of John Krasinski. Like, I'm going to say. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I'm telling you, she had a low key. Listen, Jim was the most patient person on earth because Mm -hmm. that episode where he had to sit next to her. And oh, my God, Jim, did you know what I did this weekend? Me and Ryan. Ryan, that's another character I really don't like. Uh, (laughs) You know, me and Ryan made out, you know, along the seashore. And then we went and got Arby's and then. I don't know where Arby's came in, but you know, <laughs> something like that. Yes. Oh, Kelly, that, for sure, Kelly. Now that you bring all that up, yep. But yeah. Kelly had a sweet side to her. Yeah, she meant well. Yeah. <laughs> she had a sense. Of, she had a sense of humor. You know, my favorite line was when she told you know Dwight, "Screw you, beat farmer." Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I see. I feel like I'm Stanley. Okay. Like, you just don't want to be in anyone's business. You want to get your job done and go home. And go home. I'm Stanley, but without the affairs that he had at the end. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't like that they threw that in there. (laughs) Yes. Like, you know, come on, man. Like, Stanley didn't bother nobody. No. Literally. Word word puzzles and moved on. (laughs) Yes, he did his work. And then, you know, if you tried him and you, you you know, kind of doubted him, he beat you in a push-up contest. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yep. Yeah. So, okay, man. See, you would win this because in Orlando, I forgot where it was. We have like one of the coffee joints. And naturally, that's why I haven't gone to any of these. Um, they have office trivia night. At um, a coffee place? Yes. I think Perfect. it's the drunk. Is it the drunken monkey that was called? <laughs> Stuff to, yeah that's that's a real place the drunken monkey i love it um but apparently like that that coffee will you know make a monkey sing opera but um <laughs> yeah you you would be really good with that yeah, <laughs> like office perfect for me <laughs> oh my gosh and like obviously we're recording this episode the day before halloween but i don't know there's some there's some good characters some good Halloween characters, man. Mm-hmm. So now it just makes me feel good. That's why I have a legend on the show because I, the phrase I always use is like assistant to the assistant regional manager. Yeah. So like that's <laughs> so I, I feel that I feel that. You talked about one thing we always talk about on the show is food. So you say pizza was the go-to dish prior to, but what is your go-to recipe? Ooh, when I'm cooking, I. Probably make stuffed peppers at least once a week. I mean, mm. love stuffed peppers. So ground turkey and cheese and onions and seasoning all inside of a pepper and then you bake it. My favorite. You go hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, gosh, that's like a top 15 marathon kind of meal. I like that. That's I see you. I see you. I've never had a stuffed pepper. Okay. Um, do you 
keep the seeds in or no you gotta clean it all out yeah no seeds <laughs> sounds like a lot of work though <laughs> oh no it's super easy i think that's why i go to it so much is it's really easy <laughs> what's the food scene like in utah um there's a lot of like what do you call like fast casual like where you sit down but it's kind of fast foodish like uh, chipotle Yes, a lot of Chipotle's, a lot of Costa Vitas and Cafe Rio's, um, and Panda Express, a lot of those. <laughs> so ain't nothing ain't wrong. Listen, Panda Express got me through a, the early college life, so I can't can't hate on the Panda. That's that's <laughs> not mad at that. I, I'm going to, I might regret asking this question, but I have to ask it. Because it's such a, I don't know, we're, we're approaching Thanksgiving, and so... Everybody has that go-to plate. And so for me, I have multiple tables, you know, in my house because we, we go hard. Weight loss is not a thing we're looking towards. What's like the one food that you could live without on Thanksgiving? Like if they put this on your plate, you could tell them now nah, you could just put oh, it to the side. There's a few of those. Oh, Lord Jesus. Help me. <laughs> Say that. No, there's not that many. No, um, no. Na name them. Name them. Name them. Just name them. Just name them. I'm ready. Um, I don't love ham. I even though I like Canadian bacon on pizza, I don't like a big slab of ham. It's not good to me. So I don't like that. I think won't eat it. <laughs> well, the thing is, I I always thought Canadian bacon was ham until I like looked on. This was literally maybe a week ago. Uh -huh. It was like, oh, it's center cut pork loin. Like maybe what? maybe I like that, and I don't like ham. I don't know. <laughs> Ham is in the eye of the beholder and who makes it. I, the only ham I eat is from honey baked ham. Okay. Because I need a little sweetness to it. But, you know, some people just get that old school salted Virginia ham and it's just like, like on the plate. I'm like, ugh. Like, I, yeah. I don't. So if it's, if it's honey baked, then that I'll eat it. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't understand people who do, first of all, I hate pumpkin. I hate pumpkin in general, but no. the pumpkin pie stuff, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm the Scrooge this, this, this <laughs> Christmas, but I got to say, I'm I'm the Grinch who stole If If I were the Grinch and that scene in the Grinch where he descended upon Whoville and took all their presents, that's me with pumpkins <laughs> um, and everything. And I would replace it with sweet potatoes. Okay. Stuff with so I'm a okay. sweet potato fry with myself. Mm -hmm. I do love sweet potatoes in all forms. <laughs> but there we go. But pumpkin and then there's casserole dishes that I'm like, um, I like green. Maybe it's a cultural thing, but I've never had a green bean casserole. I, I've actually, I've had it. Um, and like a squash casserole and things like that. I don't get it, Tori. I don't get it. It's, I don't know if I've had too many of those. I don't know if I've ever had a green bean casserole before. Oh, well, what's on a Utah... I don't want to say Utahans, but uh, somebody from Utah's Thanksgiving. The Utahans, I think that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> okay, I don't want to say the Utes because that's that's crossing, you know, a line. You know, the Utes <laughs> and the Aggies, but yeah, um, <laughs> let me say, put some respect on them. So, like, what what is on a Utahans Thanksgiving plate? 
Um, we really like sweet salads and I don't know how to make sense of that, but we love to put marshmallows and jello and call it a salad when really it's just like a dessert thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. If you're from Utah, you'll totally know what I mean. But like we take green jello and we put pistachio pudding in it and then whipped cream and then we whip it all up and put marshmallows in it. And we like to call that a salad. And we always have that. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I, I, I'm sitting here, like, mentally trying to. Mm, okay. So I'm going to stay here in Orlando for Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's a good plan. You'll be warmer there, too. <laughs> it's not even warm. I want the cold. It's oh, like... no. <laughs> no, because like I pray always for a winter wonderland, but you know, we get a heat stroke and stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean it's I don't know if I can do all the snow, but you know, it's 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 people laugh like at what I consider jacket weather here. And <laughs> like when I see like what you guys deal with out there, I kind of understand, even though I've actually been in that weather and I love it. I was like, I don't see why like people are like crying about it until like it's like 10 o'clock and it's two degrees outside. right yeah then it's like okay i'm over it <laughs> yeah it's like okay i'm over it i'm actually still on this office like cat names okay. thing mm -hmm. because that is no it's actually inspired me to go the office freeform put it on so it's like naturally on there all the time uh -huh. who would be the best character to run the marathon Oh, um, for sure not Michael, as we watched how he carboloaded. Don't carboload five minutes before. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm going to say uh, maybe Angela, because she just, like, has this inner rage. And you can <laughs> that a little bit. <laughs> But you're like such a nice person. Like I don't. I now you run. Now if, listen, you run like somebody owes you some money. Like you're after somebody that owes you some money. So I don't know. Like if that rage, I don't know where that rage comes from <laughs> that you're speaking of. But you don't seem like you have rage when you run. Um, who would I say? I would probably say Oscar. Oh, okay. Oscar or Jim? Oscar or Jim, one of those. I strangely feel like Dwight would be really good. Yeah. I feel like he likes to push past pain and like would say that he didn't feel it. And so just keep running. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 true. I mean <laughs> there's so many iconic office episodes that kind of resemble like what you're saying. Like when I don't know what Michael was trying to do, but the white took him to the woods. Um, <laughs> yeah, he like he in the car, he smacks him in the head with the shoe and then he kicks him out into the woods and takes like a transportation and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> there's that. Uh, like there's the basketball game. Oh, that's the best, best episode. <laughs> that's the best episode. Besides the CPR one. We all know the CPR one's the best. That one's funny. <laughs> Oh, when they were singing the Bee Gees, that took me out. Like, blah, 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 stand alive, stand alive. Um, Ooh, that, those are fighting words. I don't know about um, oh, basketball. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, I like the basketball game. So that's like a top three. 
The okay. CPR one, I like the CPR one. I liked... See, that sounds so basic saying this. I like the wedding one. Oh, yeah, that one's sweet. You have to like that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's like a... Okay, fine. Like, that one was good. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, that obvious, okay, it's the obvious best, for sure. It's everything uh, <laughs> Okay, the bat. Yes, the basketball one was good. And then I liked, like, when Michael and... Um, whatever her name is, got engaged. Like <laughs> that one's cute, and the sprinklers are gone, right? Don't really yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, like at the end, it turns sour when he's like, "Okay, we're leaving, we're moving." Um, terrible. Those ones were good. What else is on the television screen outside of the office when you have time to watch it? <sighs> I like to binge watch New Girl on Netflix. Have you ever seen New Girl? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I saw it all when it came yeah. out. Like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> yep, I love yeah. New Girl. I love okay, it. Okay, so I love your taste in television. Good. <laughs> like, I just got done binge watching The Good Place, mm-hmm. um, which was did a whole. We have a little YouTube exclusive series. Oddly enough, Ariana Entz, the ergonomist, came on the show, and oh, we ate, we ate chicken wings and talked about the nuances of the Good Place. New Girl is a severely underappreciated show. Shout out to my boy Winston, who was yes. the best character in my. I opinion. love Winston, and he loves cats, so I really relate with him. So naturally, <laughs> yes, you. What was, what was the name of that cat? What was the name of it? Oh, um, Ferguson. Ferguson, yes. Yeah. Ferguson. Um <laughs> boy. <laughs> gosh, I I like New Girl more than I like The Office. I do I'm too. Sure. I do okay. too, actually. I like religiously watch it like too much. Everyone's gonna think I don't do anything besides watch TV. But... You do a lot. Like you have to have <laughs> you well, okay. Well, first of all, I just have to say to any bosses listening to this, she lies. She ain't really like Kelly. She actually does get stuff done. She's not <laughs> talking all day. <laughs> uh, but listen, you have to take care of your mental well-being. And sometimes watching New Girl, listen, I used to watch New Girl all the time. Like, okay, so when you run and then you do your own training plans and all that stuff, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and then you work a nine-to-five job Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. and then you're in school, Public health, you you better watch something. Listen, yeah. <laughs> New Girl literally was one of the shows that got me through college. Shout out to UCF, but um, everybody has to have like one of those couple of those shows like on the side that you watch that you like mm-hmm. wind down to. So, um, yeah. and then you you know you have cats, you have to and dogs, so you you have to attend to the animals, which yeah. that's a full time job within itself. Yeah. Yep, which, it is. Which, which is why I don't have any. Um, <laughs> I'm not responsible enough. And here's how I look at it. One of us got to eat. And if I can't eat, then I can't feed you. So once, yeah. you know, uh, so listen, I'm not mad at it. I'm not <laughs> mad at it. Um, gosh, there's some great marathon. Schmidt would be a perfect marathoner. Oh, no, absolutely. He would, he would cry the whole way, but he, he would do it. <laughs> he would cry the whole way. Yeah, have you seen the episode where him and Winston go running and he can't make it a mile and he stops? Oh, he yeah, he just breaks down and starts and crying. crying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> he started crying. He's too you. He's too emotional to run the marathon. Yeah. Like, he tap, <laughs> he'd tap out after, like, 10K. Um, <laughs> Nick would run it well. 
Um, but I think I don't I didn't like this character, but he would actually run marathon well. Coach would be You didn't like Coach. Oh, I he did not like me. he grew he, on me. He grew on you. <laughs> he was he was so annoying. <laughs> but it's so, it's so crazy like I didn't realize that they were not going to cast uh the the dude that played Winston mm-hmm. and they were going to give it to coach instead they were going to give him the role so no nah, coach was annoying no i was glad when he, he was off um uh, my back uh uh whatever i forgot his name one of the Wayne's brothers but um and then you know cc and jesse you know they're just chilling on the side yeah. and everything so yeah. that's that's how it is yeah. <laughs> so wow I love this taste in shows because usually people come on here. The distance runners love reality television. Oh, okay. And I hate it <laughs> personally. I, uh, no. I don't understand it, but you are like, you have the best taste in television. Like Good. literally you have a Popeye's chicken sandwich level of taste <laughs> in television. And that's some next level Guy Fieri. <laughs> Like Flavor Town, Diners, Drivers, and Dives, Extravaganza Taste. So listen. Oh, uh, <laughs> here for it. What's next for you on the marathon scene? I'm sure, you know, maybe uh listen, I, I'm I'm just saying, I know only a couple of people can go, but don't be surprised if at like mile 24, um, you know you see a block by LeBron James kind of deal when he had to chase down block and Tori starts picking some people off <laughs> and they have to give her a flag uh, because she made the team. So what, what's, what's next on the deck for you? So I was going to do California international. So the CIM this December, but I actually think I'm going to take a little bit of a break from marathons just to mostly rest like things are sore and tired and I think I just need a little bit of like a break and so I think starting next year I'm going to do a couple marathons at the beginning of the year and then get ready for the Olympic trials and just really use that as my main goal and focus on that why where does the joy of running come from and not just what you do now but just in general from the time you started at Utah State till now potentially on the cusp of making your first Olympic team? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of aspects of running that I love. Um, I, I am a little bit of an anxious person and it helps calm me down and that's really good. Um, I do like the feeling of like floating kind of like when you're running and you just get in that rhythm and you just, you feel, I, I can't explain it. You just feel like you're floating and it's really nice. And I like it because I get to see things like if I go camping or if I go on vacation, I get usually get to see way more of the area that I would if I didn't go running. So I think that's why I love it so much. <laughs> the the floating thing is, and I laugh <laughs> because unfortunately I will never feel <laughs> that <laughs> excitement. So just, so you're floating. So it's just like you, I don't even know how to ask this question. Oh, man. <laughs> so you're just like in such a rhythm, like you're just yeah. so relaxed that you just don't, it's not even like you're running. It's almost like you're walking. Yeah. But powerfully, like you feel very powerful, but it feels light and easy and. Oh, 
Yeah. Now, what happens is like when you get done and then that power feeling goes away, does it like hit like a ton of bricks? No, um, not necessarily. Sometimes a little bit. Um, usually like it takes a minute to come down from that runner's eye. Like I think that's a real thing and it just takes a minute to kind of like settle back into reality. What's the best? And I only have a couple more questions before we get to the hard, hard hitting stuff, um, <laughs> which is our rapid fire. Um, there's probably a lot of people who are like you, uh, obviously you're faster than they are, but, you know, trying to find the balance between doing what you love and on all ends of the spectrum. So it's two part question. How do you find that balance of obviously loving, you know, what you do while working hard as a worker and as a runner and not letting it get overwhelming? And what advice would you have for somebody who, you know, looks at you and it's just like, okay, this is somebody that I can take inspiration from. Hmm. That's hard. Um, finding balance. Um, for me, I, I think staying off of social media a lot has been really good for me, specifically Ooh. Strava. Strava is a really easy one, like to, you have a really good workout and you feel really good about yourself. And then you hop on there and you see someone else did a harder workout. It's really easy to let yourself think about that and get you down. Um, so for me, I think not being on that and just doing like listening to my body, I would say just listening to myself is the biggest part, letting myself take days off, even like if my body's hurting really bad, there's always that. It's always important to know, like if you're tired, but you should still push through it or if you're tired and it's time to take a day off. And I think knowing the difference between those two different tireds is mm. really important. Um, And I think, I don't know, for me, just being passionate is really good for balance. Like just being passionate in the things that I really want to succeed in and spread that out evenly. I don't know. It's the greatest answer. It's no, it's, it's it, no, I got it a hundred percent, but you said, listen, you, you need to call you pastor Tori. I say that about a lot of people come on the show, <laughs> but you preached a word about, because I feel like we're such, our society is so comparison driven. Mm -hmm. uh, like you don't, you can't focus on your growth because you're looking at somebody else's growth and mm -hmm. social media is the catalyst of it because it's like, okay, well, if you're not doing what is the maximum, which is what somebody else put in place, mm -hmm. then you're not really, you know, giving it your best. And that's not necessarily, I, no, that's not true at all. So I'm not on Strava, but some of the stories I've heard um, kind of fit to what you're saying. So the fact that you're able to, you know have that balance is something that people i think need to hear or have that perspective um it's something i think people need to hear last two questions where do you find your joy not just in running but just in general uh, i really find joy and i really find joy in being like the best person i can be like not just in running, like being the best runner I could be, but just, I don't know, not taking time for granted. If I feel like I've really like used my time to better myself, I take a lot of joy in that. 
Yeah. And I take a lot of joy in having fun. I love hanging out with my friends and I love, um, I have a boyfriend and I love just hanging out with him and just laughing. And I don't know, that just makes me like, I walk away feeling really good and just joyful and at peace. Last question. What advice would you give for younger runners who are still learning the nuances? Obviously, you talked about getting off social media and all that stuff. But but you know what it's like to be a collegiate runner. And you know what it's like to run on the big stage. What advice would you give for younger runners who might, you know, look at you and, you know, following your footsteps? Eat food. There is nothing that has made me faster than eating more food. <laughs> I cannot emphasize that enough. Like there are so many races that I would finish and be like, why did I feel like I just hit this massive wall? Like it doesn't make sense. I've trained so hard. Oh, wait, you didn't eat enough food. Like you got to eat a lot of food. <laughs> so that would I, be my biggest advice. <laughs> I took a nutrition class in college. I took two nutrition classes in college. And oh my goodness I'll, i i always feel like if you're a college athlete you have to take a nutrition class in mm-hmm. college because some of the stuff that i was told was just complete crap like it's like no you shouldn't eat until or this is how much you should eat just like no boy you didn't eat enough like you have to put those new and then you need to eat right after like you didn't mm-hmm. put those nutrients you didn't yeah. put those nutrients back into your body and like i said i think i don't know the most og thing that i've ever heard um and all we need like is like a straight out of confidence shirt for you to like wear it is like you ate a whole pizza uh-huh. before the marathon <laughs> like that is that is like i i wish in my i wish i had that level of swag because <laughs> that is like a confident secure ordeal like i don't know that is I feel like I'm talking to like a future head coach, <laughs> like a track and field program. Oh, and that, would dream. <laughs> that would be, listen, there's a lot of people who need you. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just put it that way. Bonus question. Cause I meant to ask this earlier. Mm-hmm. Who is Tori Parkinson in your own words? Who are you? Who is Tori Parkinson? I am. I don't know. I don't know. That was hard to answer. It's okay. Uh, I am a outgoing, kind of weird, animal-loving runner. <laughs> hey, ain't none weird. Even the <laughs> even even you know the coffee-scented candle. <laughs> okay, that that may have taken me off guard, but I, there's a lot of people who are in the same boat that want a coffee-scented candle. So if Yankee Candle and Home Goods. If you're listening to this, a sponsor the show. Uh, B, let's let's get a uh, let's get let's get that going. <laughs> so <laughs> I ain't, none, ain't nothing wrong with that. Tori, you have survived the interrogation process known as the basic questioning. Now we are getting to the fun stuff. Okay. It is called down the home stretch. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions, and I want you to answer them to the best of your ability as fast as you can. If I ask you to elaborate on it, it does not count against the time. Okay. If you do not answer them as fast as you can. 
it's all good. I don't care. It's all good. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so it's no pressure, no pressure whatsoever. You are playing to get on the proverbial metal stand. Okay. Uh, and so there's some great ones who have done some great things and won some great medals. And so I am hoping that you are next in line. Are you ready? I am so ready. <laughs> okay. If there was a food that you had to live with and a food that you had to live without for the rest of your life, what would those items of food be? Um, I would live with ice cream for the rest of my life and I would live without, oh shoot, that one's hard. I, oh, I don't know. I would live with, without broccoli. And that's, I, don't like, I don't like broccoli. <laughs> that, that, that's fair. It's just you're eating, you're eating a tree. So we don't want to do that. Save the tree, I stop eating broccoli. Bulbs to stop. Not broccoli. <laughs> okay, that's all good. I have to ask, what kind of ice cream? Oh, just plain vanilla. Like you Thank can eat you. that for days. <laughs> Literally. Okay, so I just have to say, Tori gets the gold medal because <laughs> I get crapped on all the time because I am basic. I don't need all this mint chocolate, moose track, <laughs> carrots drawn, horse riding ice cream. That plain vanilla hits just right. Vanilla what is, is flavor. Just yes. Like Yes, yes, it's all good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's why she won the gold medal. All right. What is the dream location? Dream vacation spot? Dream vacation spot would be Greece. That would be really good. Let's say they made a movie about your life and they said, you know what? We need to ask who does she want to portray her character? Who are you rolling with? Oh, Kristen Wiig. Oh, I can see that. SNL legend Kristen Wiig. Yeah. I can I can see that. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. I love that answer. All right. What is the best era of television? Era? Best era of television? Oh, I, I didn't watch a ton of television growing up, so that's kind of hard. But I do love, like, the things I used to watch when I was younger, so I'd say 90s. Um... Probably like 90s kid shows. Okay. Nickelodeon. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Okay. Obviously, you know, we're we're big on the 90s here. Uh Nickelodeon or Disney? Nickelodeon. All right. If they had to pay for you to go to Disney World or Universal Studios, where would you go? Universal Studios. Good choice. We have them both here in Orlando. So uh <laughs> just had that said. All righty. What is better, Duncan or Starbucks? Which is better, Duncan or Starbucks? Duncan. See, I will try Duncan Donuts before I try <laughs> Starbucks. So, okay, I'm I absolutely that. okay. What's the go-to order? Just out of curiosity. Go-to order? Yeah. Um, I do like just a normal americano with a little bit of vanilla in it and coconut milk. Okay, cool. That sounds like hieroglyphics to me, so we're going to keep it moving. <laughs> All right, let's say there was somebody, or they asked you, who would you like to narrate your marathon race? Who would you go with? Oh, um, I don't know. Channing Tatum. I want him to watch my race. <laughs> he can narrate it. <laughs> Hey, okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that whatsoever. If you had to be the a guest on any talk show or television show, what show would it be? And you can't say The Office and you can't say New Girl. 
Oh, on an actual talk show? Or just any television show, that's all. Talk show, daytime talk show. Um, Jimmy Fallon. I love Jimmy Fallon. That would actually be kind of fun. And listen, might, it, it might happen. So, you know, <laughs> shout out to Jimmy. Shout out to The Roots, the best hip hop band out there. If there was a, yes. I, I just had to say it. Yeah. Uh, if there was a concert, any dream concert that you had to go to or you could attend, who are you going to see? Can it be a podcast-like concert? Like, you know when they bring podcasts? Yes, it can be. My Favorite Murder. I listen to My Favorite Murder on all my long runs. All my runs. <laughs> can, can I ask you, so I'm I'm assuming this is one of those true crime podcasts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is with y'all distance runners listening to murder podcasts when you are out on runs by yourself? Can somebody explain that to me? I don't get it. Oh, but I do know that sometimes I get on edge and then any person that walks past me, I'm like, okay, what will I do if they try to come at me? Don't get in their car. <laughs> I, to, to, I, I love you. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. They're like, yes, we just launch them up and we go run and these. I, I don't understand. It's for the life of me. But I'm glad that you are. Let's move on. Okay, so that one threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. That one did throw me off. No, it's not your fault. We don't discriminate on the show, but it's something I sincerely don't understand. We only have a couple more questions left. If you had to be a guest on any Food Network show. What show would you be a guest star on? Mm, I don't watch a lot of baking shows, but my best friend really loves the Great British Baking Show, so I'd be on that. They're That's so nice. A, They're very kind yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like just some of these chops and stuff like, oh my God, this sucks. Like, yeah. what are you doing? So, yeah. yes, that's actually a very popular answer among distance runners. So, okay. Okay. Mad, mad respect. Holidays are coming up. Two questions. When is, when is too early to listen to Christmas music? And what's your favorite holiday tradition? Um, It's too early to listen to Christmas music before Thanksgiving, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but to each their own. Like, if you want to do it and it makes you happy, absolutely do it. <laughs> there you go. What's um, your favorite tradition? Yeah. My favorite tradition? Um, I would have to say just going over to my grandma's house on Christmas Eve and my whole family comes and we play like a white elephant game. And um, it's really simple. And then we come back home and like watch tv i don't know it's really relaxing that's my favorite last two questions if you had to have dinner with any celebrity any famous 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 person who would you have dinner with oh um i would have dinner with oh no this is really hard okay how about i'm gonna do you one i'm gonna do okay. this all Hey. I'm gonna do you something. I'm gonna switch up the question. Hey, thank you. <laughs> if you had to play any other sport or participate oh. in any other sport than running in track and field, what sport would you participate in? I love volleyball. I'm terrible at it, but I love volleyball. Volleyball is a dangerous sport. <laughs> it is. I broke my kinky a couple summers ago playing. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah. Wow. I got when I was in high school. Um, I, you know, I, you just think, oh, no, nah, you get hit with it. It's no, it's okay. 
we had a state championship team with some crazy talent and I got hit in the head and I didn't know where I was. <laughs> like I was so listen, volleyball is a dangerous sport. So um it's like snowboarding, it's like steeplechase, and then it is as dangerous as the marathon. So I'm all for it. Last question, and it's the most important question that you will answer. Why does kindness matter to you? Um, I think everyone deserves to have kindness um, directed towards them. Not everyone gets kindness, so I think it's important to show it when you can, because I don't think it's very common. Love that answer. Be kind, spread Christmas cheer. Remember that the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Tori, <laughs> thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life. Y'all, we are talking to a future Olympic medalist. She's going to take the marathon by storm. She's going to ball out and she's going to have fun doing it. Perspective is reality. Take that perspective. And maybe you'll run fast too. Maybe I'll start running. Well, listen, I'm going to expire tomorrow. Actually, this week. I am going to go and get coffee. Dominique, that would make me so happy. <laughs> I, 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 I promise you, I will. I don't know if I'm gonna drink the whole cup. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> but Wednesday, okay. just know on Wednesday, I'm going to drink at least some portion of coffee. I am very happy to hear that. I hope you I, enjoy it. <laughs> I have no doubts that I won't. But where can the people find you and support your journey? Um, I am mostly just on Instagram, just Tori at Tori Parkinson. Um, I don't really have a Twitter right now. Kind of like I said, I, I don't get on social media, social media a lot. And I'm on Strava, just Tori Parkinson as well on there. Listen, you heard it here first future medalist, future baller, current baller, shot caller. Tori, I appreciate you coming on. And as always, Track Barn, if you get anything from, well, I'm going to say if you get anything from this, but go on www.trackbarn.com. They're partnering with the show. Find whatever that you need. Type in Lactic Asset 10. You get 10% off your order. If you're a coach and you need equipment, they got you. If you're an athlete just looking for normal stuff, they got you. If you're an unsponsored athlete, they got you. They got everything you need, payment plans, all included. Thank you so much again, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>